Look, already there's been a lot of talk in the campaign trail about vaccines, certainly the government defending its record on obtaining vaccines, a lot of conversation around how or whether we need policies to encourage or even require vaccination in some circumstances. And there's another component to this conversation that I think is, is much more than an election issue. I know the leaders are going to be asked about it today. The province has got some decisions to make, and that's with regard to booster shots. Look, this Delta variant is a problem. It really is. Look, the good news is that we've still got vaccines that work against this, that are effective against this, certainly when it comes to severe outcomes. But that efficacy has taken a hit. No question about it. And so how do we respond? Now, first it was Israel. We've seen a few other countries follow suit. And now the United States, starting in September, is going to offer booster shots to individuals. The concern being maybe that uh, over time, some of the antibody levels in vaccinated individuals can wane. Given what appears to be a very high viral load with this variant, you know, that, that's problematic when it comes to infection. But what do we know about the situation in Canada and whether we need to go down this path? Joining us uh, for some, some thoughts, some insight on all of this, very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Dr. Isaac Bogosh, infectious disease physician and scientist based out of the Toronto General Hospital. Dr. Bogosh, great to have you with us here this morning. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, and I think when it comes to Delta and where things go from here, there's a lot of evolving science and a lot of things we're watching closely, and, and clearly booster shots is one of them. What's your sense of, of where we're at and what we're now seeing in, in the U.S. and elsewhere? Okay, there's a couple of important points with booster shots. If we ask the question to Canadians today, do you need a booster shot? And we're talking for the general population. Do we need a booster shot? The answer today, August 18th, 2021, is no. You don't need a booster shot. If you've got your two doses of a vaccine, you're good. That's all you need. I still think it's important that we're open-minded, that we may need a booster shot down the road. I don't know when that is, but it's not now. We don't need that. And despite what we're hearing rumblings from the U.S. Uh, and Israel, I think it's fair to say that there are you know, weaknesses in some of the data that they're using to uh, promote booster vaccinations and i firmly believe we'll probably need a booster vaccine here in canada we just don't need it right now i think boosters are needed for certain specific populations like the immunocompromised population and perhaps the long-term care sector these are very vulnerable individuals we know they don't mount the same degree of an immune response to the vaccines that others might and uh, i think booster vaccines are completely appropriate in those populations We've announced that we're going to be doing that in Ontario, but for the general population, not yet. Maybe later, but not yet. Well, we look at Israel, and Israel's been almost like a laboratory of sorts. They agreed to share data with Pfizer in exchange for early access to vaccines. So there's a couple of different factors there. Obviously, they vaccinated most of their population a lot earlier. Uh, on top of that, they really stuck to a, a shorter interval in between doses. And, and it looks as though, you know, Canada's policy born of necessity might actually be advantageous in, in terms of, you know, the benefit of, of spreading out doses. We vaccinated most of our population much later than, than Israel. What, what do you see as some key differences in assessing the situation there and the situation here? So I think you hit the nail on the head. The, regardless of the reasons for separating the doses, the fact that many people in Canada had doses separated by you know a couple of months, maybe even a bit longer, is really helpful. Like when you give multi-dose vaccines for infectious diseases, 
that's the dosing regimen, and it's like that for a reason. I mean, you think about why was it shorter for Pfizer and Moderna? It's shorter so you can conduct a clinical trial faster and have results faster. Right? This is a you know, global emergency. You need to have results in your clinical trial faster. Imagine if you had everyone wait three months between dose one and dose two. We would still be waiting for the results of those clinical trials. So the fact that we separated them, forget the reason, the fact that they were separated helps. I think the other important point is you'll see among people who are statisticians and epidemiologists look at the Israeli data and say, yeah, that's probably not the most effective way of looking at vaccine effectiveness based on non-comparisons between age groups, based on um, just various ways the data is collected and, and, and shared. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you, I think when you actually take a step back and look at the big picture, I don't know if, you're, if, if boosters are, are really all that necessary. Listen, I'm open-minded. If there's good data demonstrating that we need boosters, well, let's do it. But I don't think that data exists just yet. And there are weaknesses with the Israeli data. I don't know if I'd use that data interpreted as it has been interpreted to suggest that if we're ready to boost entire population. I just don't think that data is around yet. I think we also have to factor in the other thing. Like, it's one thing to talk about, is it medically necessary? Personally, the answer today, I think, is no. But, of course, the answer later on might be yes. But the other thing to talk about is, is it ethical? I mean, yeah. we're talking about Canadians receiving a third dose of a vaccine when there's billions of people in low- and middle-income countries that haven't received dose one, and they're getting pummeled by Delta at the moment. So that's another thing to consider as well. But from a medical standpoint, I still don't think we're there yet. I don't think we need boosters for the general population. Well, and it seems so that when we've had the conversation around boosters, it's a couple of different the different aspects to it. And in this instance, we're talking about the potential of immunity waning or antibody levels dropping. And this is a way of raising those. There's also been the conversation about whether we need more tailored or targeted boosters. And some of these companies are working on uh, a vaccine that's more specifically targeted around this, you know, the, this this Delta variant or other potential variants. Uh, so when we look about the need for boosters, is it about waning uh, antibody levels? Is it about something more targeted to, to what it is we're dealing with? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because many of the vaccine companies are in clinical trials basically making very, very similar vaccines. They're only tweaking them slightly to account for the variants of concern. The vaccines that we have now that we've been using all along were really designed against the original version or the original strains of COVID that were emerging from China. We know that the virus has changed somewhat since then, enough that it has different, uh, different. Uh, it just manifests differently and is more contagious. Uh, so I think that's important. And, and, and I think, you know, if we will need boosters, it's very likely at some point. And if our boosters are the modified, updated version of the vaccine, that's probably, probably for the better. Uh, that's, a, that's a very good point. And in the meantime, look, I mean, we, we've still got a lot of unvaccinated Canadians. You know, there's the potential that maybe in the fall we'll be able to open it up to those who are not yet old enough to get a vaccine. But there, there's still that, that vaccine hesitant segment of the population. Even putting aside whatever value boosters might have, I mean, you know, how much better off would we be going forward if we could get 80 or, or 85 percent of the population vaccinated? Oh, my God. I would do wonders. I would do wonders, right? Like, when you look at Canada... 
we're doing great relative to most other countries in the world. Right? We have probably over, what, about 82 or 80-ish something percent of our eligible population with at least the first dose, probably over 70-something, low 70% of our eligible population that's fully vaccinated. Like, that's pretty incredible. But, oh, and that's going to help. But we also have to acknowledge that there are truly millions and millions of Canadians that are unvaccinated because they're not eligible, because they've chosen not to get a vaccine, because they're uncomfortable with the vaccine, because, you know, there's a, there still are barriers for some nice to admit it, but it's true. Some people are still having barriers to vaccination. There's a lot of reasons. If we have meaningful outreach, if we expand eligibility, do whatever it takes to get more people vaccinated, yeah, that'll that'll definitely help. It'll absolutely help. But, you know, obviously, easier said than done. I mean, what are you, you know, we've got to work like mad to reduce all possible barriers. We've got to reach out to people that are hesitant, that still have questions. We've got to take those questions seriously to, you know, not shame and blame, but actually sit down and have a meaningful conversation to address people's concerns. You know, we've got to have data first that demonstrates that uh, lowering the age is safe and effective because you're using different doses of the vaccine in the younger population, but you can't rush that process. You cannot rush that process. You have to have hard data to really demonstrate that you can do this in a safe and effective manner before you even think about starting to do that. So it's going to take some time. Like we've got, it's not it's not fair to say this, but we sort of have the low hanging fruit looking looked after here. And the people who wanted to be vaccinated have been vaccinated, and now we've got to look after populations that are that have barriers, that are more hesitant, that are ineligible, with them get data to do. So there's a lot of work ahead still. Indeed, there is. We'll leave it there for now, Dr. Bogosh. Always appreciate it. Thanks so much for making some time for us here this morning. Have a great day. You as well. Uh, there you go. That's uh, infectious disease physician, scientist, Dr. Isaac Bogosh, working out of the Toronto General Hospital. And so he's on team. We don't need boosters just yet. And and there is that, you know, difference of opinion in the scientific community. And, you know, it's depending uh, dependent on the circumstances, obviously. You know, when was your population vaccinated? With what vaccine? What kind of intervals were you using? All of this is relevant in assessing what kind of population immunity you have right now. And as he says, and already something provinces are looking at for immunocompromised, we probably should be looking at this. Maybe in long-term care settings, and that was where we, we vaccinated right out of the gate. That might be something we want to look at. But otherwise, it doesn't appear as though, at least in the Canadian population, there's a need for that right now. Maybe there will be at some point. And at least, you know, look, we're in a position where we got some flexibility. If we need to start shifting in that direction, we can start shifting in that direction. If you want to keep emphasizing first and second doses for those who haven't had them, we can keep doing that as well. And, you know, as we move forward, we'll see what, uh, you know, these various manufacturers come up with in terms of maybe more Delta-specific vaccines. You know, there's been talk maybe that, that Novavax and their vaccine might be a good booster candidate, and they're going to start making their vaccines right here in Canada, as a matter of fact, later this year. So, uh, you know, there's different avenues we can go on this, but it's obviously something to keep a close eye on. And, you know, Israel's one country to watch, just, you know, given how much further ahead they are than everybody else. And, you know, for a population that has high levels of vaccination, they're, they're having problems with the Delta variant, which is worth noting.